Hello and welcome. You are listening to Fluke Youth Podcast. Fluke Youth is a community of students from 6th through 12th grades from St. Luke United Methodist Church and First United Methodist Church in Ashbury, North Carolina. We believe in doing good for others while growing closer together in our faith and life journey. And we are a judgment-free group that is welcoming to all. Hello and welcome back to Fluke Youth Podcast. We are continuing with our summer series, Meet Our Church Leaders. And this evening, we are going to be interviewing Pastor Kat, our summer intern from Duke University. All right. So Pastor Kat, hello. Hello. Thanks for being with us today. My pleasure. We're going to dive right in. Can you tell us just a little bit about your position at our church? Yes. Um, so I am a student at Duke, um, which does a field place program. So um, I'm the intern for the summer. And so that means that uh, I have created a position based on me trying to learn what it is that we do at first, as well as trying to supplement just sort of what needs to be done. So altogether, that adds up to full time throughout the summer. So I just sort of do a little bit of everything. Awesome. Learning the ropes. What is your history with church throughout your life? So I am actually a preacher's kid. So I grew up going to church every time the door was open. Um, and my mom was a Methodist pastor. Um, she was one of the first batch of women who kind of made it through in North Carolina to be Methodist pastors. So she's very proud of that. And, um, and then in my teenage years, um, we were at a church that was just not good and not to, not to go into a lot of that, but that made me feel like I wanted to see what else was out there and explore, um, which is so critical to who I ended up being of um, the freedom to believe whatever you want the, the lack of guilt about believing Christianity and, and the exposure to other traditions that there's wisdom in that and there's things that kind of match up but not quite and they could shine light on each other. Um, so that has stayed a, a big part of my faith experience. Um, but then when I was 17, I um, had this dramatic conversion moment. Um, I was reading the Bible. Uh, I felt... I was just so happy and I wasn't used to feeling happy when I was an angsty teen. Um, and I felt words fall into my head of you are supposed to be a pastor. Shouldn't make any sense to me because I wasn't a Christian. <laughs> um, but I, so that caused me to change my plans because I hadn't been planning to go to college, but pastors have to go to graduate school. And um, so, yeah, and I was lucky enough to go to college in Asheville, which has a lot of just really powerful and wonderful churches. So, you know, again, with that starting at a great church, seeing that that's not all churches, but yet you can go anywhere and find good churches. And accepting, yes, yes, churches who are open to what Pastor Linda calls the living word, right? Amen. Amen. <laughs> that it can teach us new <laughs> things every time. All right. Awesome. I have really enjoyed hearing like all of our our church leaders stories so far because um, everyone is is totally different but also they have that moment which is beautiful I love that 
So you've only been here a little while so far, but what is one thing that you love about our church so far? I'm a real, real sucker for the garden. So that is, I've loved getting to know the people who have been working at the garden and that's a little bit of a smaller group so I can actually talk to people. Um, but yeah, I also have met people at Sunday services and Monday services that seem really wonderful. So um, yeah, I just, I love how people seem to be really excited about knowing each other and getting together every time they do. Church family. Yeah. So dear listener, at this point in the interview, we took a phone call from one of our church family members who wanted to ask Pastor Kat a couple questions. We also have another special guest, and that is youth group member Shelby. Hey, Shelby. Shelby, can you share what grade you're going into next year? I'm going into senior year, and I'm currently a summer staffer at a Methodist retreat center. Yes, so Shelby is working with a lot of our church's youth out at a retreat center nearby, and we are so... um, thankful for her and that camp's work with our kiddos this summer. So Shelby, thanks for everything you're doing out there. I am having a blast and I'm glad to help. Hi, Pastor Kat. I had a few questions. Number one being, if you could give advice to any person or otherwise considering entering, I guess, the realm of Christian, do you have any advice you would give? That's such an interesting question. Um, I think my number one advice would just would be to do it. Um, I think people are often very hesitant um, and they think that we're going to be mean or that it's going to be this huge commitment and they're going to become awful people and have to do things they don't want to do. And I would say, you know, all of those things are are not true. And um, it's really a delight. And if it's not a delight, then maybe you should take a break and see if you can come back later. But, um, but yeah, I think so my number one piece of advice would be to just do it. And then I think my other piece of advice would be um, just trust the process. Um, as, as somebody I would identify as uh, an adult revert. So I grew up in it. And then there was a, a significant period where I was away from the church. And um when I was 17, I came back to the church. And um, so there's there's a process, right? Of, of, at first you are in love with everything, you are hungry for everything, and then you'll sort of start to realize what your niche is and what practices really speak to you and some things are best left for other people. And that's that'll all take time. And that's part of what is great about it. That's awesome. Following that train of thought, my next question it is Jude and Jude is Pride Month. A lot of times in the church and the LGBTQIA plus community, there can be a lot of tension. Do you have any advice or things to say about you know, like how we could improve as not just our church, but as a church community or anything to say to any member of that community thinking about the church? Well, um, there are affirming churches. So there are churches and there are Christians who believe that that there's nothing sinful about being gay or about being trans. Um, 
some people don't believe that. Uh, I'm not one of them. I'm, I'm one of the people who is affirming. Um, and I was raised that way. And so I, I, it has been such a huge blessing. There's just so much that I see other, other people in the LGBTQ community have to deal with that um, I have just been really fortunate to have been supported by the church my whole childhood. And so I would say, you know, those frameworks are out there. Those kind of Christians are out there, um, even if you don't think they are. And if you can't find them where you live, it, hang in there because we are out here and we will be ready to connect with you and to love you. That is fantastic. Thank you so much for open-mindedness and support, especially the kind that we are trying to currently grow at first. And at this point, Shelby had to hop off our phone call to get back to her camp counselor gig. Okay, thanks, Shelby. Bye. Bye. Bye, Shelby. Okay, so switching gears just a little bit, what are some things that you do for fun? I like to do a lot of art. Um, so sometimes I like to, um, I especially like to sew, sew my own clothes, which I don't get to do super much, but yeah. Oh, that is really neat. So is that something that you grew up doing or is that something you taught yourself how to do later? I taught myself how to do it. And I, I used to go through a lot of different crafts and, you know, try a little of everything and I just really like it. Neat. Oh, that is really cool. That is really cool. And it's a, um, I have a sewing machine and I've done some sewing with my grandmom and with my mom, but it's something that, you know, not a whole lot of people do anymore, but it's something that is important. I think that's a cool skill. Okay. What would your dream vacation be? And I know you are like down in the trenches of grad school and that is Maybe not a place where you're always thinking about vacationing, but what would your dream vacation be? I would really like to go on a safari. You know, no, no cage. It's just real, real life, real wild animals. Do you have a favorite animal? I do have a favorite animal, which is goats. Um, so <laughs> I see plenty of them. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. Sort of my, okay. my symbol. <laughs> Yes. Oh, that's funny. Okay. All right. So what is your favorite Bible verse or one of your favorite? What's one of your favorite Bible verses? Well, I'm going to give you a, a longer pass. This comes from the book of Jeremiah in the 29th chapter. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jer Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and live in them plant gardens and eat what they produce. Take wives and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease, but seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf for in its welfare, you will find your welfare. So that is, is a guiding verse for me. I think that for various reasons, some of which are personal, some of which I think are the human experience, you know, it's easy to feel like you're in exile. We live in a, in this society where people move so much. And so family is scattered, friends are scattered. And so I think 
think a lot of people feel that way. And so that is a guiding verse for me is wherever I am, I'm going to find a way to invest in it. And that will be my calling and God will be faithful to it. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for that. All right. And what is one thing that you are passionate about as a follower of Jesus Christ? I am really passionate about putting our money where our mouth is, so to speak, um, of when we say we love people, being willing to actually invite them over for dinner, you know, even if we know they won't reciprocate. And these sorts of, these everyday things that break down the boundaries of, of class and family structure and, um, and all these systems. And, and it can be easy to, to focus on the big picture. And there's a lot of beauty there, but that's one thing that I try to stay focused on. Yeah. So almost like those local relationships or interpersonal relationships or building those bridges right here at home and in our own community. Right. If you have a friend who's you're always buying lunch for them, that that's, that's what we do is we buy our lunch for our friends and, and see our friend as our equal and not as our, our charity project at the same time. Words of wisdom. I love that. And a challenge for all of us to do, to do right by. It is still a challenge for me, but yeah. Very good. Well, Pastor Kat, thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We have loved getting to know you and we are looking forward to a little bit more of summer with you and serving alongside you. So thanks for your time. That is all we have of our episode today. You've been listening to Fluke Youth Podcast. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.